Hi everyone, I'm Mike Crow. And I'm Melissa Crow. We're the founders of Mitten Getaways Glamping Company. Thank you for tuning into our podcast, The Mitten Minute, produced by Woodall's Campground Magazine. You said that really good. Thanks. I was messing. <laughs> uh, we have a new sponsor starting this week. It's Outdoor Alliances, uh, which provides digital marketing services to campgrounds, RV parks, and glamping properties. Thank you, Outdoor Alliances, for becoming our first sponsor. <laughs> Our show is all about our journey to open a glamping resort here in eastern Michigan, and it focuses on three aspects, planning, development, and the guest experience. We'll take a step back today into planning and talk about our planning, or talk about the planning of our logo for Mitten Getaways Glamping Company. But first, we have to make sure everyone knows what glamping is. Of course. What's glamping, Mike? Glamping is, let's see, this week glamping is being able to sleep under the stars uh, without hearing that guy next door complain loudly about the fish that got away at the campfire at midnight while you're trying to sleep. Or more concisely, uh, glamping is luxury camping. Yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah kind of. <laughs> and for mitten getaways, we call our version of glamping Michiglamping. Oh, I think you made that up, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not in the dictionary for oh. sure. Yeah, yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Michiglamping is a variety of glamping accommodations set up with space between them and available year-round on a secluded resort with plenty to do. That's us. Last week, uh, all our listen listeners uh, and viewers uh, breathed a sigh of relief to hear you back, uh, Melissa, <laughs> for episode five. And we talked about selecting the name for our business and crafting its mission and vision. So you want to give a recap of that? Sure. Um, our, mission, our mission is to provide unexpected getaways and tranquility, and our vision is to become a destination pillar of our community. So similarly, on uh, today's episode, we'll be taking uh, or talking about an aspect of our business, which we determined nearly a year ago. That's our <laughs> logo. It was actually a fun process to see our logo develop. Um, from past experience, I knew... Uh, and developing logos for uh, a couple other businesses of mine that it was much more than simply choosing a single logo. We really needed to create our brand guide, something the logo was only a component of. I don't remember the specifics, but I know that we found a camping logo that I liked and that you liked. Yeah. And it was gold and dark blue. And yeah. you, sh you shared it. But I can't even remember what that one looked like. Yeah, uh, it's, I'm sure it's buried somewhere, uh, but um, we had uh, decided to use a graphic designer because we don't have the software for that and um, or the expertise to create our own logo. Uh, a company that I had found uh, that uh, worked well for a logo that I had designed in the past was called 99designs, um, kind of a crowdsourcing, I guess, uh, way of getting a, a design. Um, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, they they work by you providing the parameters to them for what you want your logo to look like. Uh, you actually go through a series of questions of saying what you like or don't like about other logos that they show you. Uh, and then there's also a free text box where you can put in preferences and, and just context to, to what your business is to help the designer get an idea. Um, and once you submit all that information, uh, multiple designers take a stab at it and you get a whole bunch of logos 
um, to, to choose from. Um, unfortunately, you don't have to choose them right off the first design. Um, one, you can actually create links uh, to share with your friends and then they can vote on the logos that they like. We did that a, a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, and you can also provide feedback to the designers to have them tweak their designs for you. Uh, like if you didn't like the way a tree looked or the color that they used, um, but you like the, the shapes or uh, the graphics that they use, they can make those changes as, as you go. Um, Do you remember we asked, we said we wanted the like shape of Michigan in one of them. And she, we could tell she wasn't from here because <laughs> she actually just used the Upper Peninsula. No, I think she left out the upper peninsula. Left out the yeah. upper, okay. Yeah. But you know, it was, she was very, like, good on receiving feedback. Like, oh, we're yeah. like, oh, we need all of Michigan, like, not yeah. just the mitten yeah. part. But <laughs> yeah, we felt we were doing a disservice to our state if we left out to yeah. the, the UP the or the upper peninsula, as we call it. Um, yeah, so we go through that process with, with, with them. And uh, after you've went back and forth a couple times, you select a winner. Um, and then that, artist gives you a file of all all the all the graphics or all the logos that that they've made for you that was fun because that was the part one of the parts when i remember thinking like oh this is real yeah like here's our logo here it is here's the colors this is real yeah it's uh yeah it creates that feeling of having a professionally designed graphic to to represent the business that that we've uh dreamed of opening mm -hmm. so yeah. Um, well, for, for us, the, um, the aspect of actually providing the feedback for what, what you wanted. Fortunately, like I said, I d designed a logo, went through the process of designing a logo um, before with another business. So I knew that it wasn't just about getting one logo back from them. Um, I knew that you needed a lot of different variations. So for the listeners out there that might be at this step, uh, here are some aspects of a logo that we considered that you would want to also consider. And um, hopefully this is interesting to other listeners too. Uh, but one thing you need is multiple orientations of your logo. Uh, if, if you do social media, you know that different platforms use rectangular or landscape and some use square, some use circular. Um, there's also uh, something called a favicon, which is a, something you might notice in your browser when you go to somebody's web page it's that little circle up at the top of the browser in the tab mm. um so that you need something to act as your favicon um and then if you get into designing uh merchandise or things like that um there's other orientations that you want to consider um, i was glad mike knew all that stuff because I had no clue. <laughs> only, only from experience. Um, I think maybe for another uh, uh, consulting company that I started, uh, I got the logo back and it was just really a dark logo and I wanted to put it on a dark background, but it just didn't look good. So that's another thing to consider is having multiple kind of color scales or, mm -hmm. or variations of your logo, uh, depending on the background you want to put it on, especially when you're designing your, your website. There's parts of your website where your logo might go on uh, on a very dark background and you'd want something light and conversely, uh, <laughs> the other way around, if it's going on a light background, you want a, a dark background so it contrasts and sticks out. Um, another aspect was having different file formats um, from, the, from the designer. Um, 
a lot of you probably heard of like JPEGs and I call them pings, PNG files, vector files. Uh, all these files have different um, uses, like JPEGs load really fast. Um, PNGs or pings can be transparent, so those can be helpful depending on where you're putting them. Um, vector files are really high resolution and good for um, parts of your website. So uh, it's good to get multiple file formats. Um, and then just consider where your logo's gonna go when you get it. Um, like I said, merchandise might be one place, uh, t-shirts, uh, wearing one of ours for, for the people watching the video. Um, but you might have signage on your resort, um, a letterhead that you may use. Think about where you're gonna use your logo so you know what type of um, formats you want, coloring or, or orientation of it. We uh, got a lot of versions of our logo. Thankfully, we had a designer that probably went above and beyond the the average um, designer. And what's interesting with 99designs is you just put out a, a price that you're willing to pay, and then all the artists decide if that's worth it to them. And I guess our, our artist, um, <laughs> I think she gave us a, a lot for our money. Uh, if you've been to our website, you know we have a, a few different versions uh, or variations of our logo. Um, but not only did we get uh, a bunch of logos out of the process, uh, we also received a brand guide. That was something that we um, purchased as a package through 99designs up front was a logo and a brand guide. And uh, that we were pleased with what she gave us. What's in the brand guide? Yeah, good question. Um, so brand guide is not to use the the word and the definition, but it's a guide for being consistent uh, in <laughs> in like your website and all your print documents and signage. So it has things like what are your fonts that you're going to stick with and what are your official colors. Um, you don't want to be on one page of your website and it all be in Times New Roman and then on another page in Comic Sans. It just doesn't come across doesn't as flow. a yeah yeah. It's not. It doesn't it's con convey a professional look. Um, to give your customers confidence in your business. Um, so the brand guide just really helps with consistency um, between fonts and, and colors. And then the logos tie in there as well. And that's helpful too, because if you have other people helping you with a website or with other, you can give them that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. We've, I've passed along our, our brand guide, our colors and fonts and, and logos to other people that have helped us with things like our, our website. And, um, even articles um, in magazines that have covered us, let them know what our, our logos were and colors were. And it's just been helpful in keeping the brand consistent. Yeah. Um, and I mentioned it before, but uh, if our listeners want to get a good idea of uh, all the logo variations that we did receive and ended up utilizing, um, our merchandise in our store actually uses quite a few of them. Mm -hmm. So you can check that out at mittengetaways.com slash market. Well, that's our show for today. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you have any requests for future episodes, please submit them via mittengetaways.com slash reach out, or you can email us at glampers at mittengetaways.com. The Mitten Minute, our glamping journey, is produced by Woodall's Campground Magazine and sponsored by Outdoor Alliances. Check out all episodes of the Mitten Minute podcast at mittengetaways.com slash minute. 
Um, also, you can follow our journey in other ways, including our newsletter by visiting mintongetaways.com slash subscribe. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. Uh, have a great day.